recording, right? Now it is. It's recording? Yes. Do we have to start over again? Welcome to the Footy Museum <laughs> and the Footy Museum Podcast. This is the third start to this week's podcast. Um, I have a drippy nose because it is allergy season. I also have a drippy nose, but I take Zyrtec. Oh, is that a new ad? Do we have, <laughs> are they paying us? Zyrtec, Zyrtec, are you watching? Oh, um, so my name is Justin Woody. I'm joined by co-director Maria Van Dyken Lee, known as Maria Happy, just happy to be just here. Just happy to be here. Van Dyken Lee. I am just happy to be here. J-H-T-B-H. To talk about how much my team is dominating. Oh yes, Leeds United are really, really tearing it up. They're tearing it up. They jumped the inferior from, leagues of England. They jumped from like 15th to 5th. I know. I saw it was that. great. It's been it's a great, great four games. You know, don't get your hopes up too. It's a long season. <laughs> There's a lot of... Uh, you sound like you're speaking from experience. Um, well, every fire season is a long season ever since, I don't know, since the 90s, I guess. Hmm. At least the last 13 years, solidly. Um, yeah, the fire have not climbed up. They've just slowly sunk, but they haven't sunk that far because all the other teams around them in the Eastern Conference of Major League Soccer also don't want to win. Why doesn't Except for Miami. Feel like playing. I just think they're not very good. I think those teams right around the middle just aren't uh, very good. So, for instance, last night the Fire on the twenty third of September played New England, a good team, mm-hmm. um, second in the East, second in the Supporters Shield race, hmm. uh, which is for most wins in a season, right? The actual championship, and um, they played really well uh, for them. But you could really tell that was a game where they wanted to make a statement. Um, and it's revealing that they were playing that hard wine to make a statement and it was still just a 2-2 draw at home. Uh, Worst news is Brian Gutierrez, one of our homegrown young stars. If there's anything good about the fire is the talent that they develop. He did score, but he also left with an injury. So Poor Goody. Poor Goody. So we'll see what's happening. Premier League-wise, the games are going on. Games are being played. Matt Turner and Forrest lost to City. There was a great tie between uh, Tottenham and who are they playing? Arsenal. Arsenal. Heard of them. Um, and then there was one scoreline that kind of stood out. It was more of an American football scoreline. Eight to zero. Right? One touchdown to zero touchdown. With, with a two-point conversion. With, with a two-point conversion. Yeah. That was Sheffield United lost 8-0 to Newcastle. Um, eight unique scorers yes which is something i think when you lose that bad you should get an automatic uh relegation oh no they should bring in different levers like like you know where i was talking about last week they're going to create a shortcut for wrexham it should be like shoots and ladders like if you lose this amount you go all the way down to league two and so just like coaches change Mm. throughout the year you can have the whole league structure just do a swap that would be an interesting thing that is the kind of nonsense they would implement in a super league. FIFA would do it. Yeah. Like if you have a player that scores a perfect hat trick twice, automatic promotion. Automatic promotion to Lord of Soccer. Lord of Soccer. Yeah. Or your team just to the next level. <laughs> or uh, land a big sponsorship deal, automatic promotion. Mm. Get movie stars well, to American. buy your team. That's just America. Yeah. Get movie stars to buy your team. Automatic, automatic promotion. promotion. So, uh, but speaking of MLS, I was looking at something on the MLS um, website that I thought was pretty interesting. So 
the Carolina Corps, who I believe um, are an MLS Next Pro, new MLS Next Pro team, unveiled a new uh, crest and logo because they are a, a new squad. So they needed a design. And this is the design they came up with. And you and I shared this. And it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. I like it a lot. Isn't the... So let's describe it to our non-viewing listeners. It's circular crest. White outline. Like forest green. Mountains in the background. A very determined fox in kind of a point position above the team name, Carolina Corps. And then behind the mountains, a yellow, yellow, orange, and red kind of sunset, sunrise, 1970s gradation. Correct. That's a nice description. Um, it is. It has kind of a playfulness. Mm-hmm. It, I, I will say it almost feels like a youth team, but they kind of, they're development teams. So the, the players are young. Yeah, these these teams are, this is the development league for Major League Soccer. Um, And most of the teams are like Chicago Fire 2, LA Galaxy 2. This is one of the few that is an independent team. And it is a lot of teenagers. It is a lot of people that MLS wants to, they're kind of on the cusp, maybe a little young. They want to develop Uh them and then... They get their little claws into them. It's like AAA. You know, they can also pull from them if they have injuries. Um, but I thought this was funny. So they did a launch video, which which you, one does. Looks familiar. <laughs> Not bad so far. Right? Step out of the box. Okay, I like it. Got good players. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that fox? Not only does it walk great, look at its one ankle. Looks like it breaks every time <laughs> it steps. You know what's wrong with this fox? <laughs> so many things. Well, they didn't get the loop quite right on it. Yeah. It's better now. But also all of the collage elements in the video, because it's a video collage, like it's individual yeah. images. It's mm-hmm. not really like a video video. It's it's edited images collage together to make a video. Uh-huh. All of the elements in there have like a paper texture. Mm. And the the fox itself doesn't have any texture at all. It's just like a plain flat clean clear logo um digital very digital compared to the rest of the video which contains a lot of sorry just look at messy different (laughs) textures (laughs) (laughs) i think also in that video like someone who was just googling after effects as they were making it and there was like a time Uh, crunch um so shout out to the understaffed team that put that out it was pretty good just the animation. Work mm-hmm. on the animation of your fox. And I hope the ankles of your players don't work the same way. Oh, don't worry. They're, they're young. They're still made out of rubber. They'll be fine. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that true? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And that actually made me think about um, a lot of amateur teams. Mm-hmm. And I was looking this week and ran across a, a Wikipedia list of defunct American soccer clubs of which there are an, a tremendous amount so many um but some of them have kind of fun histories and also designs. so we thought we might look at some of these defunct american soccer teams and talk about the team but also their logos because these are as as kind of distinctive 
and funky is the Carolina core because a lot of times they're very low budget. We're talking mm-hmm. mostly 70s, 80s mm-hmm. and later. Um, so there's some interesting things to look at. <laughs> Trademark. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? You go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I chose two teams. Uh, the first is the Chicago Sting. So a Chicago Sting, named after, what would you think it was named after? What's I would think that Sting would be named after a B because there's also B in this logo. That would be a good guess, but uh, they formed in 1974 and it was actually named in honor of the popular recently released film, The Sting, Oh, which was based in Chicago. A classic heist film. A classic heist film. That's why I think the B kind of has that like, oh, timey hat on. He's like, oh. And what that logo is, it says uh, Chicago Sting in kind of a italicized serifed font in yellow with black outline, justified to the right next to a classic 70s uh, soccer ball with the octagonal pattern. And then below to the right of the text is a bee with its head down and its head is looking to the left and he's angrily staring to the left and he has like a a straw 1920s hat He's just on. so mad because he just got grifted. Yes. Here's the long play in the game, <laughs> see? Grifted, um, he's ready for revenge. So the Sting were a team from 74 to 88. They played in uh, the North American soccer. I said it was soccer. a heist film. It's not a heist film. It's a grift film. Yes. Keep going. Sorry. I'm sure. I'm so I'm glad embarrassed. You, I'm glad I'm you corrected so embarrassed. That. No, I'm glad you corrected that because I think, you know, people would would be, you know, I'm in the mood for a heist film. I just heard on the Footy Museum podcast, The Sting, and they'd be like, hold on a minute. I mean, in a sense, a grift. Wait a second. A this gr- here's a sham show. A, this gr- is a, gr- <laughs> a grift is a heist, but it's got, it's a different type of heist. We got hoaxed by the Footy Museum. <laughs> there's Ocean's Eleven. There's a grift element to that heist. I don't believe you i think you've just discredited yourself on oh, what is a heist anyway this is this is based on on grift which is a funny thing for a chicago sports team to be based on um but they were from 74 to, uh, to 1988 they were both in nasl the national north american soccer league kind of the founding pro league in the u.s and the major indoor soccer league NASL, uh, which was AKA. kind of bridged the gap briefly between NASL and Major League Soccer. A lot, a lot of teams moved to that. Um, so they won the championship twice of the NASL. The only other team to do so was the New York Cosmos. Um, and this is interesting, is that, excuse me, nose break. <sighs> okay. The team was farted by. The, the team. Stop. Compose yourself. The team was started by a Chicago commodities trader um, who thought Chicago was ready for soccer. A lot of people have mistakenly thought that over the years, including to this day. Um, and they brought in a British coach, uh, Bill Folks, Folks, I guess. Uh, he was a former defender from Manchester United, and he loaded the team with initially a very British uh, squad and most notably uh, the initial squad um, well actually in 76-77 had the player Gordon Hill 
Hill would later win six England caps with the English national team and play over 100 games for Manchester United, including the 1976 FA Cup final. And he started here. He started right here. At the Chicago Sting. And Home if I'm of not, the grift. I'm not mistaken. Frank Klopas also played for the Sting, the, the current oh. uh, temporary manager of... Temporary. The current temporary manager. There will be more of the Chicago Fire. Uh, they played alternating between Soldier Field, Wrigley Field, uh, Comiskey Park, and then their last seasons were at um, the Rosemont Convention Center, I believe, out mm. in the western suburbs. Um, but like I said, they won uh, the what was called the Soccer Super Bowl at the time um, twice, um, and it was kind of a big deal. Um, but... First, I have to say, looking at, so look at the screen, you can see the logo I described and then another version that is kind of a crest version, which is in a circle. So that angry bee who is, looks like he's stinging the soccer balls in the middle I think he's, and then he's the like, words go around the circle. He's like kicking the soccer ball with his stinger. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. He's, it's like a no look because he's looking the other way. Yeah. And then on the left, I'm showing a picture of a, a player in uh, the uniform playing at Wrigley Field, and it was yellow shorts, either a black or white top. Very with, short shorts. Uh, uh, black stripes or, or yellow stripes, depending on the home or away, which I, I, I think it's a pretty good look, you know? I like the look. Again, kind of the Bruce, Brucia Dortmund uh, color scheme. Um, oh, look at that. They were like really aspiring to be like a Chicago team, um, and I think had some success because it was also a lull in a period of Chicago championships when they were good. Uh, so much so that, you know, celebrities like Mr. T uh, were, were drawn to the team. Um, but I also found this disturbing, um, <laughs> this disturbing press shoot of, of their inaugural logo. So, what the is great Chicago. <laughs> so there's a player, I believe that's a coach in the background. They're showing the, the uniforms. And this poor woman in the front wearing a, a nice ring tee. I love the, for the tea. Chicago string. But, but then what the, is happening then the to coach her? from behind decide to, I guess the idea is like he's supposed to be reaching for the ball, but he's clearly resting his hand on her thigh. And then the player to the right is like, isn't that just horrible? So this was, you get a sense of kind of the professionalism of you, that team. You don't look, um, or the the look on her face, I think, says it all. Because yeah, it says I'm terrified. It says she's saying something under her breath that I won't repeat on air. <laughs> but my goodness, yes. and he looks very proud of himself. So one year, um, one of the years that they won the championship was 1981, and there's actually. We actually have some footage, re like recalling that event. Look at that! Like there was like a field crush and everything. And can you hear? There's a, a song in the background. They had a song. They have a song. Yeah. They have it all. That means this video was made in 1991. <laughs> 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 
and that was to be the first of 23 victories during the regular season. And of course, that was followed by three. Oh my goodness, they're they playing on a Wrigley, baseball field. At Wrigley. And then back then, they didn't even bother covering up no, the sand. No, it was just a way to... Look at that crowd. This other one, I think this is against the Cosmos. That would still be an enviable MLS crowd. Look at that. Except inside the, ten, inside the 10 yard mark. Is there even a net in that goal? Yeah. I do like the short shorts. That's a good look. And there's a lot of tuck going on, too. I often say I'm a fan of the, the short shorts in the yeah. top. Uh, Everyone pulls their shorts up anyway. So here it is now. Comiskey, they were at Wrigley earlier. Now it's Comiskey. I like the idea of just going through all of the um, all of the town's iconic sports complex, which is what uh, NYCFC do. So anyway, this is the sting. Pretty interesting, I thought, and I like the look. And they're kind of a more known, um, a more known uh-huh. older club. I, yeah. I'd say they they even had like a Sting Chicago Sting special night for the fire where they had like re-release of of jerseys oh, that's and so honored cool. the the champion team. The B reminds me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's totally its own thing. But who has? It's not Brentford, is it? Um, where they have that funny yellow bee. Yeah, it's more of like a... a theirs looks very much like a, 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 a... One that you would see like a bee keeper would have, like as their logo or something. No, but you, know, you know the one where it's like he's got his angry eyes and his arms mm-hmm. crossed? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I did also find this, um, which is interesting, from an individual's website, Patrick Cummings. Um, who is a designer, and he reimagined as if they were going to uh, relaunch the team. Bring back the bee. What you might do. And I think the bee has a lot of potential. Oh. Um, You can do a lot of things. Patrick, I kind of like this. Um, I'm not so sure about the stars. I get the Chicago thing, but... but that's kind of interesting. Almost, a, I would just go full beehive shape, though. Just invert it and do a beehive shape. But what is this shape? It's like an elongated crest, I would say, wouldn't it? Like no, but shield? like, oh, I see the bee inside. It took me a second to oh, see Oh, you didn't the bee. see the bee. Oh, I didn't get the wings. And uh, then the stripes, they add the Chicago star. So it's like, yeah, the yeah. wings are folded. Which okay. I don't okay. think bees' wings fold that way. No. Um, also, don't bees have like four wings? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, really, it doesn't matter. It's not, not really Patrick. Sorry, I think it's cool. I think I don't know why I brought that up. Sorry, Patrick. I think it's cool. It just took me a second. So the other team I want to talk about, um, actually two versions of the team. I don't know if it was ever the same, but um, the first is the Southern California Lasers. This was a one-year team. um, Southern California, home of innovation and technology. And obviously in the 70s, they thought, well, the future is lasers. So if we want to talk about the future, we're talking about lasers. lasers. You know what? They were right. The future was lasers. Oh, I know. I do so much with lasers all the time. Every day. Like this whole podcast is lasers. Lasers to space and back again. Yeah. It's more of a grafty lasers, though. Not so much of a heist laser. <laughs> a grafty Which laser? Is a, no, grafty, like skin grafting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so this is our logo. What I 
I love a lot of it. It's very, uh, even though it's from the 70s, the color scheme to me is, it seems very 80s with that gray, mm-hmm. black, and pink. It looks like a transitional thing. But it's meant to be shown in that forced perspective, which I love. I think it's cool. <laughs> and that early computer font with the Z, like shooting out the laser. Um, pretty fantastic. Yeah, it's uh, cool. But they were, they were just one year. And then there was another team, the Los Angeles Lasers. Which were a part of the uh, the uh, major indoor soccer league. Is this the same team that just like see got that? Bought? I'm not sure. I, I they must have at some point. But this one was actually owned by the owner of the Lakers, oh. um, and he wanted to increase revenue in downtimes at the Forum in L.A. So as there was a thought that maybe the soccer indoor soccer league would take off, yeah, um, he brought in a team so they became an expansion team and it made sense because lasers lakers it's just yeah one, you don't have to change you anything you just gotta go put an l around everything on there. <laughs> you can just you take you make a sign with a with a velcroed k yeah. and then you switch out the k for your z with the velcro and what was interesting about this uh, so that was uh, jerry bus the owner of uh the lakers kings and the stings um and he interesting enough this had a very similar vibe to lakers games where like celebrities would come and in fact because they were the lasers they did a laser show oh of course they did in the forum for each game and it was so impressive that neil diamond attended the game and <gasps> i love it, neil diamond after the game he approached how they did the laser show and it's because of that experience they incorporated it we have the lasers to thank. The why he incorporated lasers into his show. So um, pretty great. Uh, they ran from 1982 to 1989. Uh, they played exclusively in the forum. And I also have some footage. Well, first, before I do that, this is their inaugural season program. Love it. I love it. I love how they adapted Everything that laser. These. Now there's multiple lasers. It's bouncing off. The color scheme... Very LA Galaxy color yeah. scheme. I wonder if there's any connection there. You know what's nice about these? Look at this. This is almost like our what we miss with MLS with the shorter history. And we kind of came in at an awkward time for graphic mm-hmm. design. This is the era that we were missing. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to show you a little bit of... So brave. <laughs> So this is the Wichita Wings playing at the Forum um, against the LA Lasers. And one aspect, they had the Laser Girls, which were actually... They had girls. Which are actually the Laker cheerleaders that just also did laser shows. That's great. They got income all year round. So you can see how, how small the field is. Yeah. Again, short shorts. That's the Wichita team. Look how teeny. I don't know why people thought indoor soccer would take off. It's just kind of crazy. It's so go. bouncy, too. It's, it's way so bouncy. It's so bouncy. High scoring, though. But it's smaller goals, crazy. right? There's more goals, yeah. The rules are a little different. I think that people are just trying to cash in on empty basketball courts. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's it's a small... A small thing. So this is the lasers. You get a sense of those those experience. And it looks like here's some TIFO action. 
Did I see smoke? Where was that? Oh. <laughs> uh, these must be highlights from other other games. Wow. Anyway, so we had two videos playing there. I apologize. Um, so that is the lasers. Wow. I thought, you know, fascinating. Very cool. Yeah. Both teams. Both teams. So cool. Both teams. It's a shame. It's a shame. Like such fun and like, like excited hype didn't quite make it. It's true. Yeah. It, it also shows like how thin ice any soccer league in America is. I suppose, yeah. history of failed leagues. But we'll see. So who who did you look at from hmm. the failed, um, failed teams of the past? From failed teams of the past, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk about the Baltimore Comets. Ooh. A team with a, um, a rich history. The Baltimore Comets were a professional soccer team based in Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed. Founded in 74. The Comets were in 1974? 1974. 1974, okay. Yeah, sorry. I should have clarified. Um, the Comets were an expansion team that played two seasons in the North American Soccer League, a.k.a. Nasal. N-A-S-L. Yeah. <laughs> Nasal. For this episode, that one makes sense. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Very famous team, but at the conclusion of the 1975 uh, nasal season, the team moved to San Diego, California, rebranding as the Jaws. <laughs> now, wow, the Jaws. what a rebrand. <laughs> the San Diego Jaws, founded in 76. Same colors as the Sting. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a member of Nasal and was the league's second attempt to place a franchise in San Diego. Uh, the franchise lasted only one season and relocated to Las relocated to Las Vegas for the 1977 nasal season, becoming the Quicksilvers. <laughs> the Las Vegas Quicksilvers were an American soccer team that competed in nasal during the 1977 <laughs> NASL, season. NASL, yes. <laughs> After the 77 season, the team relocated to San Diego and became the San Diego Soccer uh, Soccers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Are the soccer still around? Um, so the soccers. Where? <laughs> what is that guy? There's uh, like a beat up child on their logo. What is that about? Um, so this, it is a beat up child. <laughs> the team played. Oh, jeez, Ma. Why'd you sock me so hard? Exactly. Who's socking who? The oh team played in the indoor and outdoor editions of Nasal until wow. 84, as well as the original major indoor soccer league and CISL. The franchise folded in 1996 and was the last surviving nasal franchise. Wow. Um, The soccers are considered the most successful indoor soccer team. They made the playoffs in all but one of their 16 seasons of playing indoors. Actually, the soccers are still around, Mm -hmm. but they folded twice. Mm. So they folded once Mm -hmm. in what I say, 96, and then they folded again. And so they've been revived twice and they're still around as an indoor soccer team. Um, but, uh, they have new branding, but this is the branding of the defunct team. So that's, I didn't pull up the new stuff. Um, but I, I think what's interesting about this one team jumping locations like five years in a row 
It's one it is team. amazing. And their their uh, the look has changed considerably. The Baltimore Comets is maroon and blue with uh, a kind of a maroon soccer ball shooting out. It's like a comet blue. tail. Yeah, comet tail yeah. in blue and then maroon. It says Baltimore Comets. It's it's I in like perspective. It. It's of the era. The Jaws is the 70s version of Photoshop art, I think. Uh-huh. It's just very... Um, There's a giant shark on it. What I think is peculiar is they have the Jaws written in the like 70s kind of wavy water wavy font. water yeah. font and then this large shark in front of it and like curved he's curved he's swimming he's coming at us um and he's going after a soccer ball that is to his right but the his dorsal fin they have it kind of cutting off the a but there's no there it's not integrated i wonder if they got around copyright that way it's not Jaws. It's not Jaws. It's, it's Javaws. <laughs> yeah. G-Laws. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting um, little integration there with their mascot. What I also think back to these teams, like when a new team comes into MLS, there's so much pressure about what you're going to name it that mm-hmm. inevitably they come up with something really boring just to not screw up. So that's why it's so many like football clubs and soccer clubs. Yeah. They were brave here. But there's a strong history in the US where they're like, uh, first thing that comes to your mind when you say San Diego, Jaws, Jaws. Okay, that's the Jaws. team. Go. You know? Jaws. So hard uh, right now. Jaws. 70s. San Jaws. Diego. What starts with that? Soccer. And it's soccer, just like soccer, but it's also like, but oh, the soccer. we can have a kid on there who just got the crap beat out of him. That could it's, be our logo. San Diego Soccers is spelled S O C K E R S. Yeah, it's like uh, they're real the, roughnecks. The Las Vegas Quicksilver. Did you see the logo for the roughnecks? The roughneck? I feel like I have in the past. It's just a guy who's like... I'm rough. Okay. Um, these... I actually found a number of these like little boy family circus type Sunday comic illustrations. Uh, like Must the, have been the era. The yeah. Minnesota Kicks or something had mm. one too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's something... Must have been the era, the I think. Speaking of socks. I do like the, the first soccer one you showed... It says soccer's really good in yellow, and but the K has its bottom part lifted up as if it just it's, kicked the soccer it's ball. It's kicking the soccer ball away. They've had so much fun with cute. the soccer's name. Yeah, I actually great. don't mind, minus that beat up child on the second soccer's one. I don't mind it. Um, a lot of things about it. It's a circular crest with a very 70s mm. serif uh, block font at the bottom soccer's and it's blue and yellow and there's like a globe in the center of the circle, it's San Diego. And then there's just this beat up child on top of yeah. it all. It's, it's kind of, I think the Baltimore Comets is the only one I like. Uh, it's not even that strong. Quicksilver's is very Vegasy, and there's so many action lines, like motion lines coming off of it. I'm not, I'm not crying. <laughs> just have a very hay fevery nose. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, and with that in mind, um, that was fascinating. Yeah. Was that it? Did I, was there more info to share? It's more. I had, um, oh. I had a dream last night. Oh. <laughs> that I was a soccer player. Oh, but you have been a soccer player. Yeah, but know? I was like currently one. Oh, okay. And, um, they gave me a kit, but they didn't give me socks. And, uh, but Christian Polisic was at my house. No. And I was like, 
Christian Pulisic, oh, uh, what kind of socks do you wear? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just get my socks from Uniqlo. Oh. And then I was like, okay, I'll go to Uniqlo. And then I looked, and the only knee-high socks they had were business socks. So I had business, you had to wear business socks. Wear business socks. Funny thing about the story is that Christian Pulisic does live in your apartment. <laughs> See, excuse me. Yeah, that's the only weird little-known fact. We are roommates. He flies to Milan. It just worked out for him family-wise, mm-hmm. everything like that. It's cheaper to live here than it is to live in Milan. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And he's barely making any money. No. Yeah. He's a real saver, too. He's he's real frugal. (laughs) Frugal P is what they call Mm -hmm. him. (laughs) You mean the old Fraggle Rock Frugal P. That's why he buys his socks at Uniqlo. That's right. It's a good deal. Yeah. Well, that's a great dream. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) I didn't dream a lot last night because the high schoolers next door had a homecoming party. And then once it ended... They all were all just out in front of our houses talking really loud. That's when you get out on your front lawn and shake your fist and you become the ultimate version of yeah. yourself. I think I already am that person. Hmm. Anyway, cool. What yeah. are you looking forward to this week? Another win. More winning. <laughs> yeah, I'm that'll lo- be good. I'm looking forward to catching a win. I did catch. I, oh, to actually watch Yeah, one. I caught the last one. I caught. Um, who are they? Mill, Mill. Millwall? Millwall. Mm-hmm. I caught that one, but it was at 6 a.m., so I was very sleepy. Well, that's good. I'm looking forward to speaking with uh, Billy Bauman from Delicious Design about the progress of our oh, yeah. crests and logos, which we'll be doing early in the week. And they're looking exciting. And we're going to be talking about it here on the Internet's number one soccer podcast stream for those suffering from hay fever. fever. (laughs) Maybe that's like a weird subset of the internet we can cash in on. People like to watch video of people with runny noises. And just hear like... (laughs) (sighs) At least we're not alone. Well, okay. I think that's it. I think that's the episode. So we'll be back. And make sure to check out the Footy Museum dot com and to follow this podcast and to check out our videos on youtube and on our website and we'll figure it out eventually this whole like straddling the two i don't think we've quite gotten there yet we're almost there until next week keep your museum's footy (laughs) (laughs) and your footies museums (laughs) all right good warm up